This podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. What will you be remembered for? Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action inspires others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll, and I'm a reporter with ValleyIndy.org. We're a nonprofit online newspaper that miraculously has been around since 2009, against all odds. We cover Ansonia and Derby, sometimes Seymour and Shelton, when money's not running low. With that in mind, thank you very much to Valley Gives Back for sponsoring this podcast. If you want to advertise on valleyindy.org, we surely could use the help. Drop an email to valleyindependentsentinel at gmail.com. That's valleyindependentsentinel at gmail.com. I shall now spell it. V... No, I'm just kidding. We're talking Ansonia Harvest Festival. I challenge you, ladies and gentlemen, to find another broadcast program that will dedicate... 30 minutes talking about a local harvest festival. That's why we're here. Joining us is Rich DiCarlo. He's one of the organizers of this very homespun annual harvest festival. I'm looking forward to it this year. My kids are getting older. I I brought my son when he was really young. He couldn't really have fun there because he was too young. Now he's old, third grade, seven years old. You probably hear him upstairs screaming about Fortnite or something. But uh, I'll be there. I hope you will be too. So after the interview with Rich DiCarlo, excuse me, it's me and Ethan Fry, the other reporter here. I'll come back and we'll go through the most read stories of the week, maybe this week in history and uh, some other things. But I'm going to shut up and uh, here's Rich DiCarlo. So we're here to talk today about the Ansonia Harvest Festival, Festival, which is coming up Saturday, September 29th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Main Street in the great city of Ansonia, right outside our front door, essentially. This year it's sponsored by Road Ready Used Cars. So for anybody who doesn't know, let's just talk for a second about what is the Ansonia Harvest Festival. The Ansonia Harvest Festival is uh, one of the older festivals in the valley. It's about, I think we're going on our 18th or 19th year. Um, it's gone through a couple of stages. It was it was a big event. Um, it, was, it has been big events over the years, and um, it's one of the most popular ones over the years. Uh, what it is is a chance to for Ansonia to shine. It's um, 
a lot of the of a lot of crafters vendors um you know specific things around town you know just a it's a fun gathering um a couple of years we got a little stale so we had to bring it smaller to make it better and now we're, we're once again we're expanding and bringing back to the glory days so you're, you're recalibrated i'm looking at a flyer you have and the desk in front of us and i should note that i'm an idiot i scheduled this podcast and then i was at the ct horror convention over the weekend in danbury podcasting for like a fun podcast i do uh, and I left all my equipment at home, so we're recording this on a cell phone if anybody is concerned with our mm-hmm. audio quality. But in this flyer about the Ansonia Harvest Festival happening, happening September 29th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., petting zoo, hay wagon rides, pony rides, along with crafts, crafters and vendors. So uh, it's even more – I remember I went to one or two when we first launched, 2009, 2010, and I don't remember it being that family-friendly with things like a petting zoo. So that's cool. Those are the type of things you're, you're expanding upon yeah, in this year's event? They have been visited in the past. They just never – just after a while, the stuff gets stale, and the, the vendors don't want to do it and stuff. So we had to revive it, and it happens every couple of years. So this year we're reviving it and making it more Ansonia, focusing on the history and – uh, what is in Ansonia. So we even have the fire museum on the street. There's something you don't see often. We oh, nice. The fire, all the old fire trucks. Um, we have old-fashioned cars on display. we got tractors. we got, you know, we got a couple of farms that have stands there. Um, and it's all on Main Street in Ansonia. It's all on Main Street. So Plenty of parking of, on West Main Street or East yes, Main Street. There's ample parking. Thousands of cars, so it's, it's not, that's not an issue. Um, we're just bringing it back to giving more of a country... Country fair type um, atmosphere. We even have a pie baking contest. Yeah, that's what I was getting. There's some other cool like uh, auxiliary connections to this. Yeah, so fair everybody has year. a you know you still got there's still time to register for the pie the pie eating contest. You go to Eddie's Bakery at 317 Main Street, and you can pick up an application there, and uh, you drop your pie off in the morning. And to be judged, well, it's a pie baking contest. Pie baking oh, I thought it was pie contest. eating. We two have separate, that too. Right? We also two separate contests. Wait, explain to me. There's two separate. Now I'm confused. Two oh, separate contests. Oh, okay. We also have a pie eating contest. So um, it's you. If you like blueberry pie, you know, enter that. Yeah, you know, we'll have uh, we'll have last minute entries for the day too. Um, we've got a couple of good prizes for that. One is for a, there's a local horror fest. We have two tickets for that, which is a. You mean Connecticut right. Cult Classics? What's what's the I local so. horror I fest? I, I don't know which one it is. I'll be honest with you, I forgot. Rich, <laughs> <laughs> it just the prize just came in. I don't look at it. <laughs> I know, like Connecticut. If it you is, should, you should enter. If it is, no, nah, I don't. I don't know. I'll stay away from blueberries, <laughs> man. But if it is Connecticut Cult Classics, they're showing Texas Chainsaw One, Texas Chainsaw Two. I believe October twentieth at the Strand Theater in Seymour. Does that oh, sound at all familiar? Possibly. I'm actually a, a sponsor of that. Uh, <laughs> My podcast is, wow. and I guess the Valley Indie too, but it's just money out of my personal pocket. <laughs> and I will say that Texas Chainsaw 2 is better than Texas Chainsaw 1. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, but can. that's not really part of the Ansonia Harvest Festival. You're not going to have chainsaws or no, disembowelments. No, no it's, this is classic stuff. Scarecrows and jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, and pumpkins, not even jack-o'-lanterns. Um, we try to avoid the Halloween thing. If it was later on, we can tag on to Halloween. I don't like to, we don't like to push the holidays. We want to push yeah. the harvest, the fall. As you know, it's a nice, it's a beautiful time in the valley, so we want to just emphasize that. And then, do you have like an approximation as to how many vendors will be there, and what are what are the types of vendors? If I'm strolling down Main Street on Saturday, September 29th, um, what will I see? We got everything basically from soup to nuts. We have um, we got foods from all foods from all over the place. We have the the fire departments will be doing hot dogs. We have Caribbean food. We have um, I think we have a Greek food vendor too. Um, just this. 
just the array of stuff is amazing. Um, let's see, other vendors we have. Um, we have the basics like your Pampered Chefs, your um, Arbons, and the you know the Tupperware people too. And in addition, we have artisans and crafters um, from all over the you know all over the region and stuff like that. So you'll see people with you know that make wreaths. You'll see people that make uh, woodworks. We got glass people. We got artists. So you name it, we have it. It's a little more in-depth. It's not like other festivals where you see just all it's all the businesses, those independent businesses. We have a nice mix. Mm-hmm. So there's basically... And then I would assume, like... I mean, where what, what area are we talking about? Like, where will the festival sort of start along Main Street? Is we're up doing near... the entire length of Main Street from Tremont to Maple Street. Awesome. Awesome. So we're bringing it back to the old days. That's cool, too, because there's so many new businesses now. This is a chance for people to come out and check some of these uh, shops that have opened in Ansonia over the last year or so that you might have missed. I mean, there's a whole bunch of, like, sort of ethnic restaurants that has opened. And then there's great uh, uh, Brass City, which is always – I mean, sorry, Copper City. Copper City. uh, Which is always busy. Crave, which is, like, they've expanded into their – they have the awesome outside dining now, which is always packed. There's a lot going on in Ansonia. Yeah, all the restaurants are participating. Even down below, you have the the Polish restaurant with the Wazar. Yeah, be participating. Europol's participating. You know, just everybody's uh, everybody's gonna be out in this. You know, out there. So that's and very the, cool. The pie eating contest is the new ownership of uh, Eddie's, oh, yeah, Eddie's Bakery. Eddie's Bakery is sponsoring right, so. the pie baking and the pie eating contest. Eddie's Bakery. So you're gonna enter the pie baking. I you do you bake? My, Ethan? my mom would win it if she if she entered, right. but hey. I don't know. You really think a Brookfield, Connecticut person could be, could beat a homespun Valley Bay? I don't know. I'm just maybe trying to. Just... It's all in the crust. That's that's the the secret with pumpkin and any any pie really. Is what I'm told. Now is uh, Mayor Cassetti? Is he entering the? I know in past he's been dunked at various events that you've been connect. You always seem to carve out like an abuse the mayor thing at your events, which I always find interesting. Is he going to be doing pie eating or anything like well, that? Hopefully, hopefully we can talk him into it. I don't want he dresses up and I don't want to mess. He's always dresses up fine. He's you know and I don't want to mess him up. You know. Is he it's still just, not smoking? Do we know? Is he he's still not do- smoking? No, I haven't not, seen him. Yeah, he's not smoking. It's which is great. Yeah, that is great. Wow. All right, very cool. Uh, and then some other thing. I mean, what else did you want to uh, touch upon about the Ansonia Harvest Festival that you want people to know, Rich? Um, just going to be a great time. Come on down on uh, Saturday the 29th, and um, the weather looks good. We're supposed to get a, it's supposed to be partly cloudy or so that day. Oh, no hurricanes coming. No, no I know in the past there's stuff. been... We have moved this. If you have seen what we've gone behind with climatologists and stuff like that, I have friends in the meteorologist business, and... We picked the day out because we were finished. We had five years of uh, of nothing but rain, you know, rain showers. Five so. years in a row. I, I remember the one year there was serious wind concerns that, that you had to pack up that early. That was my first year. That was my first year. Oh. First year we did it. And uh, so I vowed never again. We had actually the weather forecast was correct, but we didn't, fig- we fig- we didn't figure it on the wind. The rain stopped. The sun came out, but we had like a 30, 40 mile an hour wind. And... To this day, I injured my ankle that day. I never got my ankle back. A poor woman cut her head open, and I uh, was strike two. So the mayor made a great decision, and we called the event in for safety's sake. You know, we had to do it. You know, so it was yeah. No, I remember listening to that like on the scanner that day. It was it was, was it was amazing. getting scary. Yeah, and then you got you had sponsored by Road Ready Used Cars. Road Ready Used Cars. So they're coming back into the community. Actually, we should break some news here. Then Ethan, because Road Ready uh, had possibly the worst press a, a local business could have. I won't go through the whole thing again, but obviously they're making an effort they to. Told the whole, I heard the whole story, and if you heard the whole story, 
Well, we we, yeah, we more than heard the whole yeah. story. The uh, we interviewed both sides and, and read the court filings. But Ethan, the, there was a a legal dispute going on between the person who felt they had been settled out of court. Uh, we don't have the details on the settlement. I don't know if we ever will, but uh, the the settlement speak up the settlement was accepted by a judge. And that was the thing where a private citizen had an issue with buying a car and some nasty things were said. He began protesting Road Ready over there on Main Street. Road Ready uh, went to court to get him to stop. And now it's been settled. It looks like that thing is, is, is over uh, as far as we know. Yeah, yeah. Judgment of dismissal, uh, it says on the Judicial Branch website. So the, the legal aspect of it is over. So how did you get uh, Road Ready to come out and be a sponsor? Well, they're good. They're part. They're a major part of the community, whether people like it or not. You know, and uh, as a business, they have the right to. You know, we give everybody opportunity, and they are more than generous enough to. They really donated well to us, and we're very grateful to them. And they want to be a part of the community. You know, they are going to be here, and we want to. You know, they want to help us out. Yeah, they got big plans for Ansonia, which was going to be great. Yeah, and they did clear out a, a lot that was basically literally gathering weeds and tumble, tumbleweeds for a while yeah, there. So, so that's did, that. They're good folks over there, so we we appreciate their help and stuff, and you know we want to help them any way we can. Uh, yeah, so that's the Ansonia Harvest Festival, September Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday, September 29th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then, Rich, now let's put on your hat from the Valley Arts Council, okay. which was on Elizabeth Street in Derby for years. As as, as long as uh, I've lived in Derby, that's where it was. Uh, the building owner there, from what I heard, decided he's putting in a liquor store. They're going to be a liquor store, yes. Which, which that, hey, I can see that. That's going to do business That's right fine. there. You know, God bless capitalism. Exactly. But then the Arts Council that had been there for years and made that such a nice, it was such a nice addition to Elizabeth Street to have sort of this eclectic art uh, storefront right there. But you got the boot. We got the boot. So is no, no, no uh, ill for the old landlord. He worked with us. He was more than gracious with us. And, um, yeah, well, it was a matter of time. We knew it was going to happen three years ago. It just took three years, three extra years to happen. So on our 10th anniversary, we got the notice, and I said, like, okay, that's a great way to celebrate. We, instead of having a party and an exhibition, we had a, a clean-out. Ah, uh, so, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a wake. Yeah, so Mayor Zeke in, uh, of, uh, of Derby was uh, kind enough to let us store all our materials in the garage, in the storeroom in the garage, which is right across the street. So that, that helped out a lot. Otherwise, we'd have... Yeah, we'd have to throw. You'd it. lose it all. Yeah, yeah, it would all be all. You just would be thrown to the wind. And we have a lot of stuff, or yeah, we'll call, we'll call it stuff. Yeah, because all you artists are pack rats. I know that, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just your store. I got I threw out boxes of fabric. I donated art supplies and stuff. Whatever you know, whatever we get, we donated that were just being stored. But it's not the death because I misspoke. I called it a wake. It's just the location you lost, not the actual council. Yes, but it's good news. What no, the council council been in, we've been um, riding strong since. We've been having our meetings at uh, the local Safari Cafe on Fridays. Oh, nice! So every Friday we have a meeting over there. That's on East Main Street here yes. in Ansonia. That place is awesome. Yes, yeah, so everyone wants to come by and say hello and join up. Let us know. We give you information and you can talk art with us. Um, we also uh, the good news is yesterday I um, confirmed with. Um, with the help of uh, Mayor Cassetti, John Marini, and Sheila O'Malley, we were able to secure a spot on Main Street next to Stouffer's Realty, uh, Mrs. Stouffer's building. Oh, nice. Okay. So the gallery will be moving at, I believe it's 254 Main Street, right across from City Hall. Wow. Okay, so what, that's a storefront right there you'll be moving into. 
a nice storefront. It's a little smaller than the other thing, but with that, we work with whatever we have. It's great. Yeah, and it's, it gives an intimate... Uh, I love going into that the, the old place because it was just a cool setup. It was sort of an odd-shaped uh, store, but it worked for what it was. Yeah, it was just... Uh, it's just uh, this is a straight-laced thing. We have a, little, a lot of construction go on, to go on in this place. We've got to brighten it up. It's brown. It was an old barber shop. Okay. So we got to put a, you know, we're gonna have to put a floor down. We're gonna put, um, you know, some renovating the walls and stuff like that. So yeah, it'll take a couple of weeks. He was gracious enough to give us a month uh, free to get it, get everything going, which is great. That's and that the place between Stouffer's Real Estate and the Valley Eatery. The Valley okay. Yes. Okay. And, and then is it like city owned or is it just? Uh... No, it's it's in, it's owned by Mrs. Stouffer, the property. But um, okay, we're we're gonna yeah we're operating as the arts council itself we'll be working with the culture commission and whatnot and the city on many events and stuff like that we've done a lot with the city so far so hey this is eugene most likely interrupting myself to bring you a word from our sponsor valleygivesback.org what will you be remembered for name a valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action inspires others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. When do you think you'll get it uh, up and running? And it's got to be sort of exciting because it'll be a new location, new people passing by on the street. It could revitalize yeah, in some way be... or lead to an increased membership of the Valley Arts Council. I don't know. Yeah, no, the gallery is always uh, – galleries are never a requirement for an arts council, but it's always great to have one. Everything circulates you – know, life circles around it. It's going to be a cooperative gallery. Everybody has a stake in it. Um, and – so we'll have work of all individual artists, and it's we've actually grown beyond the Valley region. We have people coming in from Stratford, some New Havenites, um, some people from Waterbury, and we even got a New Yorker in the in the group too. So we have a lot of outsiders, and it's it's open participation for everybody. Um, basically, we're just situated in serving the Valley. Do you have any ETA as to when you'll open its doors? I hopefully before Halloween. You know. Oh wow, that's pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, it, we're fa- we're fast. I have a couple. We have carpenters and designers and um, on the on the staff, so which is good. So we yeah we from within we're we're able to you know structure everything, and we'll be starting up classes after that. Once we get started, we're starting um, art classes in the armory and stuff around that same time. So. It just our stuff is a little buried, so we weren't able to do any classes. <laughs> so. Well, that's cool. That's a nice addition to Main Street here because you got the yeah. restaurants going in and all that. You, of course, have the Valley Indy, right? Also, the accountants here. Uh, and now we have a, a, an art gallery coming to Main Street yeah, in Ansonia. It gives you something to do before or after dinner. You know, you go to dinner, you can literally go to dinner, take a stroll, see some art, and uh, enjoy the sights. So we're, we're on the eclectic side of the gallery, and so it's a fun thing. It's. Um, well-rounded and it's family-oriented. You're not going to go there and see um, experimental, you know, horror shows and stuff like that. Keep that New Haven, people. Yeah, that's uh, we don't. Yeah, you know, we don't like that. We do have we do have children around, and we do take that into consideration. Everybody's oh, you're censoring us. No, we're just being realistic. You know, more people are going to come in the gallery if I have it fun. Then you know, you go in there and you're showing body parts that shouldn't be shown. You know? Luis Buñuel's Un Chien yes. Andalou. <laughs> I'm familiar with that. Yes, the film. 
And then going back to the uh, Harvest Festival for a second, which is Saturday, September 29th, Main Street Ansonia from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Live entertainment. Are you going to be having, because I know uh, when I went, there were bands all day. Is that happening again, too? We have two. We have actually two stages this year. One's going to be outside your building, so stage two will be outside there. Um, we have um, yeah, entertainment. We have the... And we're at 158 Main Street. Yes. We have uh, two stages. We have Kevin Edwards in the... Uh, he's got a... Uh, Quartet. They they sing Motown songs and stuff. Fantastic. He's a local guy. Uh, forgot the name of his band. Uh, we have the Survivor Swing Band. We have um, Sumo Sidecar. Um, we have dancers from the Mulcairn School of Dancing in West Haven. We have um, the Valley Shakespeare Theater will be doing performances. Oh, nice! Wow. And uh, we have um, the main event, uh, the main stage. We have um, oh, what's the name of that band? Southern Voices. Um, great country band. That's awesome. So how many people are involved in organizing this and, and putting together all the logistics and getting all these people, like the bands alone, to sign up? Uh, who's helping you? Uh, we've got four or five people do the work, you know, in different different um, aspects of it. So, you know, everybody, it's better to have everybody. Is it the Ansonia Cultural Commission? or is the Ansonia Cultural Commission, yes. So what we do is we do try to, what we do, it's, it's harder to do, but what we do is we have, Two or three people focus on the meat of the meat of it. Everybody else will be responsible for the layout and the um, carrying it out. That's where the help is. But it's better having one or two people centrally, like Ralph and I. Ralph um, Villers. Ralph Villers and I will do the um, plan. He'll do the all the paperwork, the finances, and the scheduling and stuff. I'll do the promotional and um, some other stuff. And then we have um, others. Uh, Crystal White is doing the. Um, um, Crystal White is doing the. Um, the kids' zone stuff like that, and we have another one. Girl, Adrian is doing, uh, you know, the, the the wagons and stuff like that. And in terms of the kids' zone, because I have two young ones, and that's what I always like look for in any of these events. We talked about a petting zoo, but what specifically will be in the kids' zone, and where is that on Main Street? Um, the actually haven't settled yet. One spot it'll most likely be Upper Main Street, out near here. Okay. Um, and it's the Bouncers Obstacle Course. Um, a couple of games. Uh, let's see, and. Um, then we have the petting zoo and the wagons and the horse rides and stuff. They'll be basically the same. They'll be north of Kingston. Nice. Okay. North of Kingston Street. So I'm looking forward to that. And Richard actually offered Ethan, I don't know if I told you this, we were going to get a table, which we've never done. We did a derby day, but we've never been vendors at an event. Although we did sell coffee cups when you were doing the, uh, which actually did well. Main Street Market or whatever. The Main Street Market. We did some of those. All for stuff stands. Just yeah, it would be fun because I just was a vendor at this horror fest and we did a podcast. Uh, but we needed like electricity and an internet connection. It's a little more involved. But uh, it's like weekends are tough. Mm. But I'm kind of regretting it because it would be fun to sort of go out there and just do like a live, a record podcast yeah, yeah, at yeah. least. Uh, I mean, we could do live video yeah, too. Go, go, go down the street. Do a podcast walking around, interview everybody. Yeah, well, it would be fun to just set up like a whiteboard and be like, give us your news and just have people hey, sit down. And eyeball David Foster Wallace type piece. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You're so way ahead of me. I think it would just turn into, though, people complaining about their neighbors. My neighbor's dog, don't shut up. He's going back to the 60s with that reference and or, stuff. Uh, <laughs> or a co- like people would, yeah, like you said, sort of. Uh, yeah, it could it could get strange, yeah, but it could be fun. It's, you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. So I do appreciate the offer, and it would be cool. But I just don't think I can swing it because with the childcare, my wife have to work, and et cetera, et cetera. But we do have like a million coffee cups that I bought that uh, we have to uh, 
to Maybe something with that merch. yeah so maybe next time but i appreciated that because right. it looks like it's going to be a you know a, a big event and it's yeah, definitely yeah, it's, expanded it's, it, like assuming it doesn't rain uh knock on wood it's it's like it's more seasonable than like say you know event an event in june or july when it might be 90 something yeah. degrees and yeah. humid you know like just walking around it's a lot more comfortable this time of year so, Rich, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to come here, and I hope you have a, a good turnout and the weather's nice, and best of luck with the event. Right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. And the offer still stands, and, uh, yeah, Mayor Cassetti wants everybody out in the street and have a good time. You know, he really wants us to do a, you know, he was really behind the events and stuff. It's great to work for somebody like that, you know. And, um, you know, they just, uh, we, you know, everybody come out and have a good old-fashioned time. We're looking for um, people to do the pie-eating contest, so. Oh, all right. And you got to go to the bakery. What's go, the ad- Go to Eddie's Bakery to sign up for the pie-eating contest. We need some contestants for that. You know, everybody's a sh- little bit shy on there. I joined, but I'm getting bariatric surgery, and I'm not. I'm on a diet and stuff, so. <laughs> I've noticed, yeah, you look like you lost a couple of pounds, actually. Yeah, a little, good little. for you. So hopefully, um, you know, you got to jump through hoops and that, and they want you to go to counseling and they monitor you. Alderman Schuert, isn't he? He was ch- champing at the bit to get the uh, the uh, patchkey eating contest restarted. So I would have thought he'd be a potential candidate. But Is that a challenge? Yeah, let him, let him come on out. <laughs> I'm sure I could beat him if I, I wanted to, but. I'm I'm in training myself. So. No, let's go with to train. It's not a major. We're not you know, as long as Joey Chestnut doesn't show up. I guess you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the the Punchkey, uh, the one, and I think they're going to restart it. Like the the new ownership, it was like during the transition, uh, but I think they're they're going to restart it next year. But that that attracts like I don't know if you know in the competitive eating uh, community what, whether what 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 rank they'd be, but like the the people seem to be pretty well practiced it's not just yes. uh people on the street winning it it seems so yeah, well that was the problem it did get it did get carried away and end up being like professional eating that's that was their concern i was talking to them about that okay. so they're you know they're just they're trying to look for other ways to do things and maybe eat something you know i know the patskies are big but um i don't even know if they make them over there i have no idea that's kind Me of interesting well, yeah something to follow up on there you go. More work for you, Ethan. Lenten times. I'm actually, I'm actually working with them on a couple of things, so you know, um, we can incorporate them with the city. We're trying. The whole idea is to get help people out in the main street. New businesses, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the key. Thing. It's always a yeah. bummer when you see like uh, negative comments about a business that's just moved in uh, on Facebook or stuff. Like, because you tend to hear people, of course, if they have a, you hear the negative more than you than you hear the positive. But it's really important to support. Uh, local business, especially when they're, they're, you know, starting out. And then people complain when they're gone. Or right. I, yeah. You never went there. I never went there. Poor Banco's. Banco's music is a victim of that. I had people, um, it was just amazing. I was hanging out in there. The Banco, you know, we deal with Banco's too. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that going under. But um, they still do music lessons and have a great uh, jazz night. Uh, well, the instrument night's there. And I was there, and I'm listening to people going, oh, it is such a shame I bought my first guitar there. And then you're saying, how many guitars are you? Oh, I got ten guitars. What about the other eight or nine guitars you got? You didn't buy anything there. You bought your first guitar there. That's why it's going under. Yeah, it's tough. It's you know, tough. We, we feel strings? that. Yeah, where'd you get your guitar strings? Oh, I went to this store. I went to... Well, now you're going to lose something. You had something local that was really great. You know, and the man gave it a, he gave it a shot, and no, it's, it's a shame. Right. Yeah, you know, I agree. So hopefully, you can maybe start up again or so. You know, 
I have my eyes on a, actually an old beat up cello he has in there. <laughs> I never played a cello before, but I'm enticed. I make the, I'm going to go and make an offer on it. <laughs> well, there you go. You can do that right after this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. That's Sorry. Cool. One last plug, people. Check out the Ansonia Harvest Festival. It's Saturday, September 29th, Main Street, Ansonia, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. There is plenty of parking either on West Main Street or East Main Street. Uh, it's a good event. Support your community. And it's sponsored by Road Ready Used Cards of Ansonia. Again, thanks, Rich. All right. Thank you very much. Little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky-tacky, little boxes, little boxes, little boxes. Hey, no, hey, no, hey, no. That was Rich DiCarlo talking about the Ansonia Harvest Festival. I apologize if Rich's audio was a little low. I recorded it with an iPhone. I was going back and forth holding it like a microphone, but I didn't get it close enough, apparently, to Rich's head. So... Any uh, aspiring podcasters out there, you got to shove the iPhone in your subject's mouth, unfortunately. Let's talk this week in history, stolen proudly from the archives of derbyhistorical.org. That's the Derby Historical Society, available on the web, derbyhistorical.org. Org. See, unlike some of these other uh, up-and-coming, I see some Facebook pages out there. They do this history stuff, Valley History, and they have this habit of not giving credit to where they get their information. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. I don't care what the excuse is. Always give credit. If you have it, give it. It's called being ethical. All right. September 23rd, 1909. Dateline, Derby, Connecticut. Both automobile drivers and Teamsters are complaining of the bad condition of the block pavement on Main Street. 1909, that was. September 22nd, 1935. Dateline Ansonia, 89-year-old Civil War veteran George Lyon dies at his Holbrook Street home. Born in Ireland in 1847, he enlisted in the 2nd New Jersey Volunteer Cavalry in 1864 at the age of 16. He fought at the Battle of Mobile Bay and was shot in the left shoulder during a raid in Mississippi. He was mustered out in August 1865 and initially settled in Seymour before coming to Ansonia many years ago. His death leaves only one remaining living Civil War veteran, veteran excuse me, in the city of Ansonia. Again, that was 1935, if anyone thinks that's present day. It's not. September 23rd, 1935, Dateline out of Shelton, Connecticut. Chicken thieves seem to be very plentiful around Huntington at the present time. Twice they have stolen chickens from the Palmer Farm on Huntington Street, taking a total of, get this, 160 chickens. Then they visited the chicken houses on the Wells Farm in Wells Hollow, stole a number of chickens, most of them belonging to Bobby son of Mr. and Mrs. Wells. Thursday night, they came again, but were found by Mr. Wells with a bag of chickens, which they dropped. A fight then followed, with Mr. Wells getting the best of it. Suddenly, the man gave in and offered to go into the house with Mr. Wells, but instead of going into the house, he made a quick getaway, jumped into a car, and was gone, but without the chickens. So far, no trace of the man has been found. But the farmers have decided to put an end to these losses, which means more to the farmer than one realizes by keeping continual watch at all times. Clearly, the Evening Sentinel writer was drunk off his mind when he wrote that paragraph. 
September 23rd, 1960. Again, Dateline Shelton. I'm going to apologize if I mispronounce this name. The Burrs or the Barris package store at 25 Long Hill Avenue is held up by two men before 9 p.m. The 61-year-old proprietor fights back, hitting one with a soda bottle and hit by a tire, tire iron himself. The criminal flee, but are found five hours later in Bridgeport. Okay, that is this week in history. Switching gears, and then we'll close this out. A lot of times we tape these podcasts in advance so we don't get to be timely, but it's actually uh, Sunday as I tape this for a Monday broadcast, so that's pretty good. Quick review of what you read the most this week. Number five, Derby Water and the Water Company to consider deal for Westside Water Tank. That is Regional Water Authority has been trying for years to get a water tank built of at least a million gallons in West Derby. They say it's needed for uh, backup water source and fire suppression. There's this fear, at least there has been over the years, stated publicly at various Derby government meetings that if a water main were to break, a major break during a fire, half the city could lose water, including Griffin Hospital. So the water company's back trying to hopefully negotiate a deal with the city that would see a water tower built sort of near the entrance to Derby High School, Middle School, but not really, more like off Coon Hollow Road, sort of around the corner from that entrance. Number four, we're trying to keep comments out of the sewer. This is me. Asking people, please don't don't ruin my weekend. I, I don't want to read insults like it's Saturday, 3 a.m. That, that's no fun. Uh, that was number four. Did I say number three? I don't know. Okay. Most read story number three. When Hush Comes to Shove in Shelton. That is a cabaret that generated some heat in the city of Shelton. Uh, it was rejected by planners. I think the PNZ. Ethan's not here. He, he wrote the story. And now, uh, as is their God or American given right, they are appealing to a court to overturn the rejection. Number two, AIEP opens dormitory campus in Derby. That was at the former Marshall Lane Manor, a nursing home that went out of business a few years back. It's been repurposed as a dormitory for uh, not foreign exchange students, but uh, foreign-born students who want to study in America at some of our private schools in the Connecticut area and then get into good colleges. Number one, most read story of last week was neighbors want more info on any changes coming to the Hops Company. Hops Company is a very successful, relatively new business in Derby on Sodom Lane. That is behind the old Walmart, essentially. I'm so, yeah, behind the old Walmart. They are looking to clean up their property to some degree. From what I've heard, it's sort of outdated, but they're limited because they're in a residential zone. They're grandfathered in there. So they have some wiggle room. It looks like the planners of the City of Derby Planning and Zoning Commission is looking to work with them in some way. But you've got neighbors keeping a close eye on it because they, when the business first opened and became successful, a lot of overflow parking was disrupting the residential streets that surround the Hobbs Company. Anyway, my name is Eugene Driscoll for ValleyMD.org. Talk to you next week. For hundreds of years we've brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Change in market now threatens our lives.